Hi guys, do you like this podcast and do you want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. So first of all, it's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started because that's what I used to make my podcast and I love it. Hello, welcome back to Talk Nasty Me podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Nasty. It's me. (laughs) I'm so excited for this episode because I feel like it's actually going to be a lot of fun. Not that the other episodes are not fun, but I feel like this one will especially be fun. And that may have something to do with the fact that I'm recording this literally a few hours before it's about to go up. It's not me being procrastinative. Is that even a word? I don't think so, but I just made it up. I don't think that's me procrastinating. I literally just got home from Julian Casablancas's house, and I'm not kidding. Let me explain. Also, just came back from Casey Neistat's office. I'm not kidding. Let me explain. <laughs> okay, so today is Sunday, whatever the date is, May 23rd, 24th. What day is it? 24th. Oh my god. Well, 25th now, technically, because it's after midnight. Who cares? It doesn't matter. So, essentially... My grandparents, they live in New York City, and they're just badass like that. Like, they just... My grandma's been in New York City for, like, the last over 30 years now, and so she's buried. She's all booed up and whatever. So, she has been living in Brooklyn since forever, and we go and visit her pretty often, and she comes and visits us even more often, but uh, we obviously have not seen each other in about, like, three months and grandma needed groceries, grandma needed medicine, (laughs) and it's just not that safe over there right now. Like, they are quite literally in the epicenter of everything going on, and so my mom and I thought that it would be a good idea to go and drive up to New York and just get her some groceries that she needs that it isn't a good idea for her to get right now, get her some medicine that she needs and whatever else she needed, and just kind of hook her up for the next however long, (laughs) and that's exactly what we did. Great time. Whatever. She's been quarantining for months. I have also been quarantining for months. My mom as well. Like, we're all good and stuff. So, but grandma needed help. Bapcha needed help. So, we go, whatever. And so, the plan was, was, okay, you know what? Since there's not going to be, like, any cars on the road, let's drive through Manhattan to get home. Because, I don't live far from New York City, which is like crazy to me because I was thinking about that today as I was going there. I was like, I literally live so close to the city that everyone is dying to live in. Like everyone always says like New York is the best city in the entire world. And I just feel so lucky that I get to live very, very close to it. I don't know. It's just crazy to me. I still like whatever. (laughs) But my entire life, I never associated it with like being this magical, beautiful place because I would just drive to Brooklyn and see my grandma. Like, I wasn't going out, you know, as a kid in New York and everything. So, it's a lot more magical and cool to me now and stuff. But I also see, like, the bad sides of New York, obviously. Like, you know, there not all of New York is great, obviously. Like, there is a lot of issues with New York itself. But that's besides the point. I still love it. Do I want to live there? Absolutely. (laughs) And so... We go visit and we were like, let's just hit up Manhattan because the roads are dead. It's literally just completely quiet over there. Let's go see what it's all about. Let's go drive through streets that we can never drive through. 
So I decide, like, you know what, let's go to Casey Neistat's old office. Let's go to 368. Just to drive by because the only time that I've ever been there, I just walked past it. And that was a few years ago. And I don't know, I just have been on a little Casey kick watching his old vlogs recently. So I was like, let's just go drive by it. Practically drove past it. Um, This group of kids came up to our, not kids, they were like teens, adults. It was like six of them. And they were all obviously, hopefully, wearing masks. They were wearing masks. And they come up to our car and they're like, are you our Uber? Did we order you? And we're like, we are not your Uber. (laughs) We practically drive past Casey's office, but it wasn't that exciting. It was literally like 10 p.m. at night. It was so late. The Polish people and their timing is so bad. Like, my mom said that we would leave my grandma's around like 5 or 6. We didn't leave until like 9.30. So whatever we drive past it and then I was like hmm I guess we can go home now and she's like do you want to go home and I was like well there is one more place I would really like to hit up but I'm not expecting it but it would be nice if we drove past it and then anyway we drive past the World Trade Center my mom's like whoa I just didn't realize it was like right here and we've been in New York so many times like please don't think that we're like tourists but we were just like amazed because we never got to see the whole um like the entrance of it that it now is like the white wings we've never been able to see that in person before so this was our first time seeing it and the roads were dead we literally could just like stop in the middle of the road and just like look at it and so we did that I just can't believe this was like two hours ago this was oops sorry this was literally like two hours ago that this happened anyway so we go and we um we're driving and I was like, you know what, mom? Uh, just just go in this direction. She's like, okay. And it's like an eight minute drive, whatever. And we're passing Greenwich and we're, you know, the, what is it called? <sighs> Fuck. Um, you know, you know the one. It's, it doesn't even matter. It's the pier, but it's very historic because there was the plane that landed in it. Oh my God, I'm going to hell that I don't know this that that river whatever we're driving past it I'm so uncultured and so (laughs) we're driving past it and we like slow down and it says your destination is on the left and my mom was like this is an apartment building like what is it and I was like "Hmm, it's Julian Casablanca's apartment oh my god what is wrong with me well it's not his current apartment he moved out of there in 2013 I'm not that creepy but I have been on a Zillow kick, okay? Like, my boyfriend is obsessed with Zillow. He got me into Zillow, and he constantly is, like, looking at apartments, looking at houses, just, like, places that we're never going to end up, but he just loves to look at, and he'll just send me apartments all the time and be like, oh, this would be cute. I like the kitchen, whatever. So, I start to get into it, and then I start to get into, like, celebrities' houses and all of that kind of stuff like I've just been so into that because I'm like this is so interesting to me like why did they choose this home what what do they like about this that's a really good amount of rent I don't know (laughs) but I've just been very very interested in it and it wasn't hard to look up where he lived okay I literally typed in like Julian Casablanca's New York apartment and it came up he doesn't live there anymore I just want to drive past it see it move on beautiful area beautiful it is so beautiful over there and then as we were driving past I was like oh my god literally Highline Park I've been there when I was little I've I've literally was here when Julian lived here anyway I fangirled we moved on 
my mom was pissed at me because she realized why I made her drive there and she was like this was a waste of my time I was like I'm sorry whatever um so that's my story I just got home I showered and now I'm recording this podcast and priorities right so I also before we get into talking about digital minimalism because that's what this entire podcast episode is about is I've talked about it briefly on the podcast before and somebody said that they really wanted me to talk about digital minimalism so I was like all right I have some insight on this I have some things that I can add so we will get into that however I feel like I don't ever talk about my own life on this podcast. Yes, I do. I 100% definitely do talk about my own life on the podcast. But so the other day, I decided to take the night off. I was done with editing. I was like, my brain is absolutely fried. That's what happens when you edit for too long in one sitting. And I was like, you know what? I really, 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 really want to watch the Middle Ditch and Schwartz comedy special on Netflix because Claudia Saluski and Phineas recommended it. And let me tell you, it is the hardest that I have laughed in months, so many months, perhaps years. It's been a while, okay? And it was amazing. It's essentially just long-form improv, and it, I never, well, I knew I would like it because I always liked Whose Line Is It Anyway, even though I didn't really understand it because I was little, and when I would watch it, and it would always be on like really, really late at night, and I didn't understand any of the jokes, but it was all improv, and I was obsessed with it. I also had the hugest crush on Wayne Brady, so that also explains something why I liked it so much. But um, Middle Ditch and Swar- Schwartz, sorry, there's three episodes. The first one is my favorite. If you have 45 minutes to spare, please watch it. You will laugh so incredibly hard. And I don't laugh at things. I've talked about this before. I don't laugh at things very often. So if I laughed at this, that is saying something. So highly recommend that you all watch that. Um, On top of that, the next day after that, I tried to be productive because I was like, oh, I had the night off. Now I have to go do things. And I got a migraine. Sucks. Boo-hoo. Whatever. I kind of saw it coming. And so I decided to lay down because it was just getting so incredibly bad. However, that morning, my mom came into my room and she got a text from Verizon. That's her phone carrier. And so she's like, what is this? And it said like, oh, this someone is trying to upgrade this phone number. Did you authorize this? Reply yes or no. And I replied no. And they were like, okay, like the the purchase is canceled. And I was confused about it, but I was like, let's just call back on Monday. Like, it's a Saturday. Let's just call them on Monday and see, like, what's up with this? Like, who is trying to make a purchase? I just didn't think too much of it. I think I was also busy. And then when I was going mid-migraine, I suddenly got a text from Verizon saying that I have been unauthorized from my account because I guess I'm like, one, me and my mom are just authorized people on our account because we're also the people who speak English the best in the entire family. So we are just the authorized people of the accounts that get to make the decisions with Verizon. And no one else like wants to make decisions. It's like my grandparents. So I, it says I'm unauthorized and they were like, call customer service if this is a mistake. So I'm like, something fishy is going on. Long story short, I had a migraine and suddenly I had to be on the phone with Verizon for half an hour because somebody hacked into our Verizon account and bought $1,200 worth of cell phones. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And because I replied no, they weren't able to get those cell phones. 
but I like told the dude, I was like, what do they do? Buy two iPhone X's? And he was like, yeah, actually. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, first of all, I don't want this man to think that I'm scamming him now. I'm just psychic. Okay. But that was that. I got our money back. Well, the money never got charged to our account. So we were fine. We had to just change all of our passwords and everything. But like, how pathetic. Like, people don't have anything else to do with their lives. And this guy said that this is happening quite often because people are just home and don't have anything to do. So now they're hacking people's accounts. So if you have a phone carrier account of some sorts, please change your passwords. It's a crazy time. And I don't want you guys to get charged like we did. So, but that was just kind of like something a little bit funny. Small update about the podcast, by the way. Um, I hear you guys. I hear what you guys are all saying. A lot of you are saying that you want this podcast on YouTube. Your wish will be granted, okay? (laughs) I did not want to initially put this podcast on YouTube because I did not want to record it, like, with a camera because I felt like, well, it's going to be boring because it's just me sitting here in my room and a lot of, like, podcasters have, like, a podcast room and, like, a guest and, I don't know, fancy fun setup and then it's just me, like, sitting at my desk, so I didn't think that anyone would want to see that, but a lot of people say that they like to listen to their podcasts on YouTube, understandable, so I'm going to make an account tomorrow or if you're listening to this on Monday, today, I'm going to be making a separate YouTube account for this and it'll be called Talk Nasty to Me. If you guys could please head over and subscribe and if you want to listen to the podcast on there, feel free to. Um, But if you guys could subscribe, that helps me out a lot so that I'm able to monetize on there. That would help me immensely. And yeah, videos will start going up on there. And I'll slowly get that ball rolling. I'll just have to upload all the past episodes and... Also, I hear a lot of you want it on Google Podcasts as well. So, I'm working on those two things and they shall happen. So, I just have to figure out the whole Google Podcast things. It's very complicated. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm figuring it out slowly. It's kind of fun. Because with YouTube, I feel like I know what I'm doing at this point, but like podcasting is just something that I'm trying to figure out. And we're on like episode six now. Crazy. But we're going to be talking about minimalism digitalism. digital minimalism finally right like 20 minutes into the pod but um this is heavily inspired by the youtuber matt diavella or is it diavella 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 matt diavella he's an amazing youtuber i love him dearly he doesn't know who i am but matt i love you you should definitely check out his youtube page because he gives a lot of advice on minimalism but Not the kind of minimalism that people stereotypically think of because a lot of people think of people who own one shirt and one pants. And you know what? I think Matt Diavella might be pretty close to that, but he also talks a lot about challenges that you can do for yourself. Like he does these things like 30-day challenges where he took ice cold bath, like showers every single day for 30 days or went without his phone for a certain period of time or how he does his like work. Like he's the type of person with his, I believe he just does YouTube now as his full-time job, but he batches everything together. So like he'll only answer emails on Mondays, like all day he'll spend just answering emails and he won't answer any emails for the rest of the week. I just think that's crazy. It wouldn't work for me, but it's like a good idea because then like he knows what things he has to do each day. It's just, that would be crazy for me personally because like, what do you do if, like, let's just say you're sick. 
You know what I mean? Where does he push it off to? I'm just curious, but very cool guy. And he kind of inspired me to get a bit more into digital minimalism. That is not a fun word to say. We're just going to call it mini digi, okay? Or digi mini, digi mini. Um, (laughs) He has kind of gotten me into it. Um, I made a video about a year ago called why I unfollowed everyone off of social media or Instagram. And the feedback was like mixed. A lot of people said that they were really, really inspired and went and unfollowed a lot of people on Instagram as well. A lot of people also said that because they went and unfollowed a lot of people, Instagram like locked their account. I'm sorry, that did not happen to me when I did it. Um, But a lot of people have experienced that. And then a lot of people were angry about me talking about why you should unfollow people. Some people were like, why people should unfollow you? And I was like, you know what? I encourage that. I think I talk about this in the video, but I actually encourage people to unfollow me if I am a bad influence on people's mental health. So let me get into it. So I am a firm believer in unfollowing people who are not good for your mental health or are not, you know, affecting you positively in your life. Um, And this goes back into digital minimalism where it's essentially where you live a life digitally that is not cluttered with a bunch of bullshit that you don't require. So one of those things being only following people who spark joy, you know, doing the Marie Kondo method with your Instagram feed. So I decided about like two years ago or something, I was coming back from a trip and I remember I was following like a lot of people. I believe it was like between a thousand and two thousand people that I was following and it was insane. I wasn't following way too many people and it was a lot. And I didn't know most of these people that I was following and I didn't care for most of the people that I was following like whatsoever because I either like went to middle school with them or I knew of them or they're like from my hometown so I just followed them. But I realized that a lot of these people weren't even sparking joy in my life and I didn't even enjoy going on Instagram because my feed was just cluttered with people who I didn't know or didn't care about or made me upset. So one day I just decided to like completely eradicate that and I think I brought my following down to like 800 people or something and I felt really good about that and I think now the number is like around 200 or so and I'm so happy with the way that my Instagram is because if I go through my followers I genuinely know that I am following only people who genuinely make me happy and I don't regret following them like I don't see their posts on my page and I'm like oh this makes me feel like shit so for example at one point I was following so many fitness models like Instagram models and fitness girls because I was in this like fitness phase of my life like I still I still am I'm I'm taking a break and by a break I mean like a year and a half break (laughs) but I'm still very much into fitness but I was following a lot of girls that were promoting this lifestyle or whatever but it didn't make me feel good seeing girls who had practically perfect bodies who were obviously flexing in all of them and wearing flattering clothing and posing and everything but your mind just tricks you into thinking like oh that's them all the time like why don't you look like that so my boyfriend even noticed that it was really affecting me negatively because I would constantly compare myself to these girls And he was like, I think that you should unfollow them. 
And I was like, you know what? I think so too. And once I did, holy shit, did I feel better about myself. It was like night and day. I didn't even have to try. Why? Because I wasn't reminded of it constantly. The same thing happens with like people like I'll be so annoyed with someone on my Instagram and I'll like complain about it to my friend. I'm like, oh, I'm so annoyed with this person on my Instagram because all they post is like negative stuff or like putting down people. This is like a very good example because this happened to me the other month. I was following someone and everything that they posted was practically just putting down other people, like just knocking other people down and then thinking that it's funny and then all of their friends just laughing along with it and I was like this is not for me like this doesn't make me feel good I just feel angry looking at your posts because you're just tearing other people down and for what and so I unfollowed that person off of like all social media I knew I would probably never see that person again and it felt really 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 good and now I don't get angry when I'm on my Instagram anymore because I don't see that person anymore it's that simple when you're not reminded of them, you literally forget that they exist. And I know that sounds like kind of morbid and stuff, but if it's someone who isn't bringing you any joy and you don't, you don't technically have to follow anyone because it's your Instagram, it's your life, it's your rules. But when you quite literally don't even have a reason to follow them anymore, why are you? And so thinking in that mentality helped me out so much I know a lot of people give the advice of like you're scrolling through your Facebook friends list and you it would be awkward to say happy birthday to them that you should unfollow them. I think that's a very good rule to live by. I need to go through my Facebook again. I feel like Facebook for some reason it's very difficult to unfollow or unfriend people because it's like a two-step process whereas Instagram it's so easy. You just hit the unfollow button but um, yeah I'm a very firm believer in that. Twitter as well. Twitter has been like tough on me because that's where I get like most of my news. (laughs) That sounds awful, but that's where I get a lot of news and that's where I tend to get a lot of anxiety from and I unfollowed a lot of people who were constantly either very negative or rude to others or people that just start drama all the time on Twitter. I wasn't about it. Unfollow them. Um, But I learned the block word button, which essentially like you go into your settings and you can block certain words. So I blocked pretty much all words relating to coronavirus because when it was first started happening, it affected me so badly that I was constantly hearing about it. And I just couldn't read it anymore because I felt like I was really going insane. I could not stop reading about it, about the numbers going up and everything and all the other news and stuff. And yeah, it feels really good. And I need to add words to that list, but um, I highly recommend doing all those things, doing essentially whatever is best for you. And that's why I'm a firm believer in that social media doesn't need to be bad. A lot of people like to say like social media is evil and social media is the root of all of our problems. I don't think it is. I think it's the way that people use them because it's done clearly like amazing people for amazing people, amazing things for so many people and it's opened so many doors for so many people and it's connected so many people. Like so many people are so much closer because of social media, have made friends, have met spouses and have connected family members, Ancestry.com. I don't think Ancestry.com is a social media site, but if it is, let me know. And that's when I kind of realized that I, you know, I am in control of how I use my social media, so I should probably make the best of it. Um, But 
I highly encourage all of you. See, I don't know what Instagram's rules are about unfollowing a lot of people at a certain amount of time if they think that you're being a bot or something. But I highly recommend that you go through your Instagram list and think about why you follow all of those people. Does every single person spark joy when you see their posts? Is there a person that you get so annoyed whenever you see their posts that it makes you like bitter? If you leave that person's like Instagram story and you're feeling like angry every single time, you just gotta unfollow them. And then a lot of people have also asked me like, well, I don't want to start problems or I don't want to get in trouble with these people. Completely valid. I get it. There are some people who I wish that I could have unfollowed a way longer time ago, but I like worked with them every single day and it was just easier to follow them than to unfollow them and them ask, why did you unfollow me? Because people are crazy. People have that app that you can check who unfollows you. If you have that app, I ha- just delete it. The The app that you can check who unfollows you, it's not healthy to be constantly checking to see who unfollows you. Really think about it. Truly just sit down and think to yourself, why do I have this app? And why do I care if people unfollow me? It is a social media site. Why do I care? So um, that's just my beliefs on it. And I do understand if you are like working with someone or if it's like really uncomfortable situation that if you want to follow them it just would put you in like a not good position um if you're able to mute them definitely do that i muted someone on instagram the other day because i really should not unfollow them (laughs) but i muted them um twitter as well i know you can definitely mute people on there um but yeah do what you need to do that works best for you you're in charge of your own social media, screw anyone who tries to, you know, control who you follow, and I don't know, if someone were to actually come up to me, no, this has not happened to me, and I unfollowed over, like, a thousand people, but if someone were to come up to me and be like, why did you unfollow me, I think I would be like, why do you care so much? Like, what does it matter? I think this all kind of also started, I know I said it was because of Mad Diavella, but I started looking at why celebrities I have this thing with celebrities like I am very interested in celebrities I've always been the kid who would watch e-news and I would read like gossip magazines and like TMZ not that I care about like celebrity gossip at least not at this age anymore I cared way more about celebrity gossip what was going on with John and Kate plus eight when I was like nine years old than I do now I don't care but I was fascinated with why celebrities followed such a small amount of people and why normal people like me and all my friends would follow like thousands of people and then it kind of came down to I think they kind of have a similar mentality that like I should only be following people who bring me positivity you know that was a weird way that I said positivity 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 and I think they only follow the people that they actually truly want to follow. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to follow my that kid who sat next to me in middle school in English class. I do still, however, I do. But do I need to? No. Do I care what's going on in his life? Not really, no. Is he my friend? No. Do I think that he cares about me at all? Absolutely not. Do his posts kind of annoy me? Yeah. So should I unfollow him? probably. This is not a real life example, okay? The kid who sat next to me in my English class in middle school, actually a really cool guy. So, um, yeah, that's my point. 
is that you should be in control of what you are consuming on the internet because it does say a lot about you. I think that it reflects a lot on you. I think once I started following just the good people is when things got better. And that's what I think the problem is about TikTok. This is my own fault. But I only follow like 50 people on TikTok because I'm very picky about who I actually like want to follow. And I only like videos that I want to come back to because usually I do this annoying thing with all my friends if that if I see like a TikTok or something or it used to be Vine, um, I'll save it. And then anytime that I meet up with any of those friends, I like sit down for like an hour and I show them all of my favorite TikToks and stuff. I don't even send them to them. I started sending TikToks to people, but I would just sit down and show them. And that's exactly what I do with TikToks now. And I usually only save the ones that I want to come back to or if they're like advice like or DIY crafts that I can do with like my clothes that I'll probably never do but I want to do. And so I'll only like those like give it a heart. Not because I don't think that other people deserve hearts but it's how I organize things. Like imagine if I liked everything. Now that entire what is it called? A cache the c-a-c-h-e like that entire i don't even know that's somebody's probably gonna be like this dumb bitch she really thinks that she knows something about computers but what i'm trying to say is that like do you really want all that stuff backed up on all of your social media sites i'm not talking about like you you should only like the things on instagram no give your friend a like on their photo support your friends whatever but you don't have to follow people who you don't care about. You don't have to like things that you don't care about. You don't have to subscribe to things that you don't care about. Same thing on YouTube. Oh my god. When I went through my entire like YouTube following list, oh my god, YouTube became so much more enjoyable because I would go on to YouTube and I really only watch the people I'm subscribed to and I would go to my subscriptions and my feed was so much cleaner and it wasn't cluttered with things that I'll never ever watch. And then I would spend less time on YouTube because I would only watch the videos that I was interested in. Whereas before I would follow all these YouTube's YouTube pages and they would upload and I'd be like, okay, well, I don't have anything else to watch, so I guess I'll watch this. I don't know. What I'm trying to say is that it's if for me it's been very, very beneficial and healthy to only follow people that give me positive positive vibes <laughs> and like there was nothing wrong with any of those fitness girls who I followed prior amazing girls that are badass good for them but if they made me feel like shit then why am I following it's there's just no point and if I unfollowed somebody that I've you know was friends with in like middle school but now I'm not that doesn't mean they're a bad person that just means I just don't really want to see their photos on my feed anymore because I don't want to spend all my time on social media and I'd rather have less posts. Oh my god, like now when I refresh my feed on Instagram, there's nothing to refresh. I've seen it all. Same thing with Twitter. My Twitter, I don't get new tweets for minutes because I don't follow enough people. I kind of love it. That's the problem with TikTok though. For you page, it goes on forever. There is no end to the for you page. And that, I think I want to do a video about the toxicity of TikTok and TikTok comments because the fights that I see in TikTok comments on the dumbest shit, holy crap, oh my god, people are literally having full-on like boxing matches in TikTok comments. I think I want to make a video about it. If I don't make a YouTube video about it, then I'll make a podcast episode about it. Let me know if you guys would be interested in that, but just some things I've noticed about 
comments on TikTok and why everyone is so hateful towards each other and why everyone is so mean to each other. And I have never seen a social media platform that is this fucking fun, but this mean. Oh my God. These kids are mean on there. They're not all kids. Some of them are teenagers, but God, adults even, but Jesus Christ, people are awful. I feel like Tiffany Fur right now because she does internet analysis, except my internet analysis, like hers is like, well, the culture of this and she like does research about everything and she scripts her videos and she's wonderful and amazing and if you don't watch Tiffany Ferg I highly recommend that you do uh very great gal she's so sweet but me on the other hand my internet analysis is like TikTok is mean <laughs> but it is it really is people are getting like harsh on there I'm trying to spend less time on there but you best believe that when I get off this podcast I'm gonna go lay in bed and watch some talks okay but I want to summarize that whole part of the why I unfollowed everyone um, with if I am a bad influence on your mental health or if you get pissed off seeing my posts, please unfollow me. Like I am actually begging you. And that, I'm not going to get offended by it. I'm not even going to notice that someone did that because I think keeping tabs on who follows you is ridiculous. But just do it. I, the last thing I want is for someone to look at my posts and get angry. If you get angry for whatever reason, that is your entire business, but just unfollow me. We're both better off that way, okay? Don't send your negative vibrations my way whenever you get mad seeing my post. Take it elsewhere. Deal with it yourself. And it would be so much better that way if everyone thought like that, that they don't care about a follow. It be it, it just doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, anyway, if you're worried about people potentially unfollowing you after you unfollow them please just remember it is a social media site numbers are so insignificant it could all be wiped away at any point literally the creator of instagram could be like "Eh, i don't feel like doing this anymore and then just hit a button and it's all gone you know it's it's not that it's not that deep so yes please do yourself a favor unfollow those who don't make you happy another part of digi mini is uh deleting apps oh my god have a clean phone people delete things off of your phone delete your apps that you don't use organize your apps you'll feel so much better it's crazy you spend so much time on your phone and these little stressors and anxieties that we have from doing simple tasks like sending a text if it's taking you like a bunch if you're jumping through hurdles to like do simple tasks on your phone imagine how much simpler your life would be if you simplified it i probably have to go delete some apps off of my phone that i've downloaded for like one thing and then i never used again um but same thing goes with like deleting text messages if they're old and you don't need them delete that shit delete emails delete that shit however however i will say i need to delete photos off of my phone i think i said it maybe in the last podcast episode, but I have 19,000 photos, 19,000 photos on my phone. It's gotten so bad to the point where I'm so overwhelmed. I don't want to deal with it. And that's why I haven't dealt with it yet. But one of these days in quarantine, I'm going to dedicate a day to deleting photos on my phone because this is ridiculous. I do this really awful thing. Like I could have a bagel in front of me and I'm like, oh, I want to send a picture. I'll take seven pictures of the bagel because it wasn't the angle that I wanted it to be. But the, the, the bagel's not for like Instagram or something. I could send the picture of the bagel to like my friend. Like, hey, check out this bagel. And I'll take seven pictures of it. 
Why do I do that? I don't need seven angles of this fucking bagel. So do this thing with me. Please delete photos. You know what? I'm going to make it a personal goal for myself. By next Monday, I will have to delete photos. I will have to have less than 19,000. And I will be embarrassed if I come onto this podcast and if I still have the same amount. So I'm just letting you know sometime this week, I'm going to be deleting photos and you should too. So, but yeah, same thing goes. Delete your texts, delete your emails. You're going to feel so much better and so much organized. I know that sounds like super pretentious to be like, oh, you're going to feel so much better when you have a clean phone because that's what matters, right? Is That's the ultimate cause of your stress no but however I th- I believe there is such a thing as being stressed and overwhelmed by little factors like that like if you had to I don't know jump through a hoop every single time you want to brush your teeth you'd probably be less likely to want to brush your teeth now let's say you had to scroll through a million emails to respond to one that's like jumping through a hoop it's so unnecessary so unsubscribe from those email lists that you have or email subscriptions i'm subscribed to so many emails oh my god i swear to god if temples um physical therapy club reaches out to me one more time dude i have not been a health professions major in like two years a year and a half maybe i have not been a health professions major in quite a while and i've made the decision that i'm not going to physical therapy school quite a while ago when i realized i don't want to do that and i quite literally cannot do that so um yeah i i should probably get off their email list i think i've tried approximately like five times at this point so i think i'm gonna send a formal email now and be like hello please take me off or i will lose it i'm sick and tired of hearing that you guys are having a bake sale and i can't join because i quite literally am a media studies and production major now i make youtube videos and you are all learning how to crack my back and teaching others how to walk so thank you very much but no thank you so Highly recommend that you all do that. Um, Those are my tips for digital minimalism. I'm sure there's quite a lot more, but like I said, this is not my forte. This is Matthew Diavella's. He has a whole video called A Guide to Digital Minimalism and Four Rules for Digital Minimalism. Like I said, he's an amazing man himself and he makes quite interesting videos that are always... Like he made a video called This Completely Changed How I Use Social Media so fascinating and it makes me want to be a better person when I watch his videos. He truly is like the king of productivity. Like he actually gets shit done but he doesn't make me feel shitty about it because like he's so encouraging that like small steps can lead to greatness. My minimalist workspace. The art of saying no. God, I love this man. His girlfriend, fiance, wife, lucky lady. I love her. I quit caffeine for 30 days. Yeah, I should probably quit caffeine. That would probably be a good idea. And a lot of you have been concerned about the fact that I eat food that I'm not supposed to, that I'm allergic to. I hear ya. I'm worried for myself. <laughs> um, I'm allergic to gluten, milk, soy, and eggs. And I eat gluten and soy. And yeah, it's not good, but, um, and caffeine sometimes, but I, I drink matcha now. I don't drink coffee. I had coffee for, like, two days in a row. My stomach blew up, like, it was rock solid and huge 
literally looked like I was pregnant with Jesus himself, like, at 33 years of age. Not, like, baby Jesus, but, like, fully grown Jesus. And at least I learned something from Sunday school, and that's that Jesus is 33 years old. Well, when he died. Sorry. But, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I'm going to try my best and cut those things out because I do think that it's affecting all aspects of my life. And I feel like my face is really, something's wrong with it. Like, I feel, I feel pretty, okay? But like, I feel like when I look in the mirror, I feel like I think I'm swollen. I think I'm swollen, not in the, in the kind of like, I gained weight kind of swollen because I definitely gained weight. I've definitely gained weight during quarantine and I felt really shitty about it at first, but now I kind of am happy and like proud of it because I'm like, dude, you used to like be, you know, a little, you didn't, you did not eat enough prior. Like you were depleting yourself from nutrients prior and now you're nourished with all these, this food and you're feeling good and you have the energy most days to go on and do all these things and your brain is functioning at normal level because you have enough calories in a day. And so now I'm kind of like, oh, this is cool that I gained weight because this is a sign of my progress mentally. That's how I view it. So I feel a little bit, not even a little bit, I feel a lot better about my weight gain. Like that's cool. But yes, I look in the mirror and I notice that I am quite swollen, kind of in a way that someone would if they were to have an allergic reaction, like micro allergic reactions over the course of the last four years of me eating gluten again. So I think I should stop. <laughs> I think I need to cut it out because I, I don't think it's doing good things for my body. I did, however, eat like half a bag of those flat pretzels. They're really, really good. <laughs> but as promised, Every single week, I'm going to be reading a review that one of you guys left me on the Apple Podcast app because those reviews help me out so much. Um, please go rate it however you wish to rate it and please go leave a review and maybe I'll read your review in next week's episode. But this one is from Alessio and the title of it is Wow, Just Wow says, never in a million years did I think I would listen to a series of hour-long podcasts, but then you came around, Nicole. I love listening to all the advice you have to offer while still being such a pure and humble soul. By the way, just putting it out into the universe that I hope that you read this in episode six. Fingers crossed. Wow, would you look at that, Alessio. <laughs> Thank you so much for leaving that review that means a lot to me and that makes me feel so good about myself. So thank you. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. I don't know if I in included a whole bunch of advice that you didn't already know, but it's kind of been on my mind and I hope that I gave you some good resources at <clears throat> Diavella. And <laughs> if you want to know a little bit more about why I unfollowed everyone, I do have a YouTube video about it. Um, but that's really all I have to say about Dig Digimini within itself because I still have quite a lot to learn about it. But I just also wanted to share all those fun stories from the past few days, like getting, you know, $1,200 taken from us and uh, me going to Julian Casablanca's house and then me coming on here. Fun times, right? I hope that you guys have a great week. I know I'm going to have a great week. We're putting it out into the universe. I said that last week. It wasn't a terrible week. It was better. It was better than the week prior. I think it was. I can't really remember it. But 
this week is going to be even better and I'm going to remember it and I'm going to have less than 19,000 photos and I'm going to read one of your reviews next week and it's going to be a fun time. So, well, nothing can really top me leaving Julian Casablanca's house. Oh, I know what can beat leaving Julian Casablanca's house. Entering Julian Casablanca's house. Okay, I'm going to go now. Hope you guys have a great day. I love you. Thank you for listening. Peace.